0: Now, Babysitter Wanted is a 2008 horror movie that tells the story of a young college girl from a religious background who's hired to babysit an eccentric couple's son. But one fateful night, she's terrorized by a home intruder, and now she and the young boy must survive the night. So the movie starts off with a young woman tied and bound by some psycho who just drew lines on her to section her off as she was an animal being led to the slaughter and she's fighting and crying trying to escape but then we get an extreme close-up of a hammer pinpointing the center mass of her head as the psycho killer comes down hard on her to crush her skull in but before we could see it the film fades to black as we see the opening credits we are later taken to a scene where a young lady named Angie Albright who's listening to an audio recording of the Bible while on her way to college Now, the film's quickly established Angie is not like most girls her age because she's meek and pretty devout in her Christian faith. But when Angie arrives at the spot to meet her new roommate, Erica, it's not quite her scene because there's drugs, beer and all sorts of things that a girl like Angie would find unpleasant in an apartment. And on top of that, it's a pretty filthy apartment. So Angie knows the only way she's going to get a place of her own is by finding a job. But while looking for job listings, there are tons of missing people on posters. It is where Angie learns that in this town and nearby ones, a lot of young girls her age go missing quite often. But while in class one day, Angie gets the notion that she's being watched. And very much so, some mysterious man is keeping a close eye on her. But for what reasons? I have no idea. But Angie is eventually hired by Jim and Violet Stanton. A group of eccentric farmers with a nice 10-year-old boy named Sam wearing a cute little cowboy hat. Now, while trying to get a place of her own and find a new church home in town, make a new friend and perhaps a new guy friend, Angie is once again stalked and followed by this unknown strange man. Now Angie, when leaving her apartment, sees a missing girl poster intentionally placed on her door. But this freaks her out well enough to go to the police to voice her concerns. But this movie really picks up when Angie reports for work to babysit little Sam. Because after going over to do the do's and don'ts of how to tend the little Sam, the statins both leave for other pressing matters. And that leaves us with just Angie and Sam. But the only rules Angie ought to follow is to not have the TV up too loud and they only feed Sam the food his mom has prepared with his name on the label. So Angie sits on the couch reading her religious literature. Stuff starts to happen. You know, lights going off at random times. Odd phone calls with nothing but the other person breathing on the other end. You know, things that Angie would just chalk up as mere misadventures. But that's about the time when Sam, who has been asleep this entire time, wakes up and let Angie know that he's hungry. That is when Angie discovered that Sam has a weird appetite for dice rare red meat. But she's just a babysitter. Who's she to judge? She's just there to follow the mother's orders. But that's when the disturbing phone calls continue. They not only continue increase but this time Angie starts to hear noises at the door and around the house so she calls to the police to report her concerns and after the police chief vows to check things while making his rounds Angie hangs up the phone and goes to check in on Sam but there is no Sam in fact there's no sign of Sam. Angie believes he's playing hide and seek and at first she thinks it's cute but as she continues to comb around the house Angie starts to get annoyed and that annoyance becomes worry. As those strange calls and sounds continue. So Angie calls her boyfriend, Rick, but Rick is in heavy traffic. So he is only able to be on the phone for a little while because someone is blowing their horn trying to get his attention. He tells her that he'll call her back. But as soon as Angie gets off the phone with Rick, her suspicions are confirmed because someone is at that door and they are viciously and violently trying to open that door to get inside. Now, realizing that the intruder is about to get in, Angie hides as the intruder busts through the door, but he doesn't see Angie. And though it is dark, the intruder is a bald middle-aged white man wearing all black. And as he's looking around trying to find Angie, as he holds up his sharp, archaic, medieval-looking blade in his hand, he hears a sound on the second story of the house, and he quickly runs upstairs. But this gives Angie a chance to look for a weapon to defend both she and Sam. Now Angie manages to get a hold of a golf club and bashes the intruder in the head with it as she goes to try to find Sam, but it's too late as the intruder gets back up and grabs Angie from behind. But being very resourceful, she fights off the intruder and bashes him over the head with a vase and picks up another weapon to finish him off, but he's completely knocked out this time. But this allows her to pick up an intruded medieval blade as she continues to look for Sam. Now Angie manages to find Sam and she grabs him to take him to safety. But when they get to the car, she realizes that she left the keys in the house and now she must go back inside to get them. Now this is the point in the movie where the hero of the movie must walk over the villain to get to safety. So Angie manages to get the keys, but the only way to safety for she and Sam is over the intruders lifeless body and as she attempts to step over the intruder's body he grabs her legs and pull her down to him now she's screaming the intruder is screaming she's screaming even more and so is the intruder so she's kicking and fighting he's screaming evil 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 so realizing she can't stop the intruder from getting to Sam, Angie instructs Sam to run. But the intruder barrels through her, doing everything in his power to get to the little boy. And Angie tries to fight off the intruder, but she's no match for him because he knocks her down and grabs Sam by the throat and starts to violently choke him. Now being a fighter and not a quitter, she bashes the intruder's head in once more with the golf club. So she does this repeatedly until ensure that he's no longer a threat to either she nor little Sam. But as the intruder's body hit the ground, we get the slow motion shot of a rosary falling to the ground. And as Angie looked at the face of this disfigured intruder, she's stunned to see that he's a priest. P.S. A Catholic priest. And right next to him is Sam's hat that has obviously fallen off his head. But Angie is in complete shock when she turns around to check on Sam. Her mouth is wide open. She drops her golf club and she begins to look horrifically pale and at this point you're thinking what did she just see she notices something on sam's head and they are horns no not those cosplay horns you see these twitch models having no i'm talking about devil's horns i'm talking about the horns you expect to see from lucifer the ancient one the prince of the power of the air the satan or satan the son of perdition and being a devout christian girl She recognizes exactly what she sees. This vision of little Sam causes her to slowly fall back. And the boy slowly and maniacally walks his way towards her saying, Hungry, hungry, hungry. And around this time, Sam's parents come home. But they aren't shocked at all. In fact, they're more annoyed that more priests keep following them everywhere trying to kill Sam. Because apparently this particular priest, Father Nicoletta, disfigured because Sam's mother attempted to kill him in the past. But Father Nicoletta isn't dead, so Sam's dad slits his throat, and because of Angie's newfound information, he knocks her out and ties her up. We are taken to a scene where Sam's father, Jim, is preparing to section off another young lady for Sam's future meal. Jim then explains to Angie that Sam only eats the flesh of virgin women. Jim admits that it's a rare commodity these days because that's why the stand's target young Christian girls because they are the ones who are more likely to be virgins. We didn't get the scene of Jim bashing another lady in the head while taking Angie step by step through his process of cutting up a human body. It's a pretty graphic scene because we see this entire process play out. But after he finishes cutting up a dead girl, he puts her into multiple Ziploc bags. Jim gets a little preoccupied and this gives Angie a chance to attack him and attack him with his own knife and hammer to try and make a run for it. But during this cat and mouse chase sequence, Angie finds out that Jim killed her boyfriend as well. But Jim catches Angie and bring her back to his cutting room. And that's when the police officer shows up and draws his gun on Jim. But to no avail, he is struck in the back with an axe by Sam's mother, Violet. Then this gives Angie the opportunity to stab Jim shoot Violet, then blow Jim's brains out. Then Angie empties the entire clip on Jim's lifeless body. Crazy sequence, I know, because this most meek and timid girl shows to be the most valiant fighter of everyone in this movie because Angie makes the case for being a legit final girl. But later we see Angie and Sheriff Donnelly attempting to drive off into safety, but being a good cop, Danelli insists that he needs to go back in and get the kid and bring him with them. But Angie tries to talk some sense into him. But we as an audience have to be mindful that Sheriff Danelli hasn't seen the things that Angie has seen. So he has no idea that this kid is the son of Satan. Then out of nowhere, Sam slits Danelli's throat, leaving a major blood splatter on Angie's face. Then the kid continues to come after Angie as he chants, hungry, hungry, hungry. And Angie manages to evade him by hiding in the family shed. But the little boy catches up with her and tries to stab her. But then he gets his leg caught in one of the chains that his dad would use on his victims. And this allows Angie to hang him upside down and bash his face in with a shovel. We are then taken to a scene where Angie is attempting to drive off into safety but passes out due to loss of blood. So moments later, she wakes up in the hospital with her mom, Rick, who is still alive, and a police officer informing her that they couldn't find the child she was said to be babysitting. So Angie is confused as the scene changes to another woman who is presumably taking in Sam as her son and she puts up a babysitter wanted sign. But the final scene sees Angie and Rick go back to the scene of the crime and grab the dead priest's dagger and they are making it into their life's mission to kill Sam once and for all. But they better hurry because right before the movie ends, a young girl grabs the babysitter's wanted sign trying to get the job. So that was babysitter wanted. If you like this movie, then like this video, subscribe and follow for more. And until next time, when said talks horror.